Fierce Femme Media. I even read the articles. What are we doing? Oh my God. <laughs> I read the articles this time. This is not normal. <laughs> I'm always underprepared. That's true. And we'll see if we get to the chosen topic tonight or we get stuck on Rittenhouse. Oh my God. I don't know. I got a lot of obsessed with though. So yeah, me too. I don't think, I don't, I don't think we're going to get to the chosen. Topics I feel like tonight. we should leave the last half hour for our obsessed with. So we got a zoom. No, I'm putting you on a timer. <gasps> I mean, why yeah. am I shocked by this? It's normal. Oh my God. Like you ever pay attention to my prescribed timing. Okay. First of all, whenever you're like, you have two minutes go, I rarely run over. Listen, we're in live. Don't argue in front of the kids. Okay? I'll <laughs> Daddy's over. all right. You guys Daddy's all right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fuckers. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the weekly wind down. I am Jackie D, the literary lesbian. I'm Stacy, the new age old school mom. I'm Erin, the geeky gal pal. Ding, 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 ding. Tia. I'm going to get a ding for her. Trademark. Just like, boop, 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 boop. <laughs> <laughs> Julia, not to lipstick lesbian. She sounds like she was about to say, like, reporting for duty or something. Like, <laughs> reporting live from the scene of the <laughs> lesbian. No. no, take your time. We'll wait this one out. I want to see how this goes. <laughs> let it go, Aaron. Let it go. It's gone. I let it go. Okay. Um, so I am drinking tonight. Um, Sweet. Uh, it's called uh, Fran. Francis Ford Coppola puts out some of my favorite wine. Their winery here in California is amazing. You can actually like, they have the um, museum for all his movies. You can sit like the Godfather's um, behind his desk and stuff. Anywho, they came out with a new wine and I'm always a big fan. And this one did not disappoint. It's called uh, Director's Cut. It's a Merlot and it was from 2019. And I got it at one of the buy one, get one for five cent deals at BevMo because I went to buy a shit ton of wine for, um, our Christmas party, holiday party, whatever the fuck. And, um, it's so good. So good. good. What is it? What, what, so it's red wine, but what it's Merlot. It's kind of dry. It's not sweet. It doesn't have an aftertaste to it. It's like full bodied. I don't ever have a headache after it. Like it's just a little bit. I, I mean, it's not like it's a $60 bottle of wine. It's, it's a $19 bottle of wine, but it's, I feel like it's 10 because I got the second one for five cents. So anyway, you know, sometimes with the, um, the red, you'll have like a kind of a numbing headache the next day, just because they have a little bit higher alcohol content, but I never get that with this. And the flavor is good the whole time. Like, you know how when you take a first sip of wine, you're kind of like, oh, that's going to have to grow on me. Mm -mm. What about Mm -mm. like taste wise? Like, what would you say? Like, is it like cherry or like chocolatey coffee? Like what, what's your, what's your first? Um, let me, let me drink, (laughs) let me take a little. I wish everybody at home. You can at least drink it out of your shark week wine glass that I got you. No, the, the pint glass really lets it aerate. <laughs> it's, it's definitely has a grape taste to it. Oh, I don't grapes. know. I don't, I'm not good at those like tasting what notes. What does that one taste like? Uh, canned peaches. <laughs> um, it's definitely got a slight like cherry taste to it, but it's not like a sweet cherry. It's more of like, not a sour cherry either. It's like a perfectly ripe cherry. I don't know. I'm not good at the whole tasting notes thing. It's really good. Director's cut, Francis Ford Coppola. I'll try it. 
Um, I'm drinking Kim Crawford Sauv Blanc mm. Marlboro 2020. And that's one of my I, fucking favorite wines. I literally opened it, poured it the whole time, took like three drinks, thinking that it was the Robert Mondavi Chardonnay, because that's the <laughs> one I drink in the pool with Jeremy all the time. And that's exactly what it tastes like. It's totally oh, the same. Interesting. Like, that's yeah. interesting because I don't tr- I don't typically like a Chardonnay, but if Kim Crawford Sauv Blanc is my fave, I would like a sh- that Chardonnay. Okay, try the Robert Mondavi Chardonnay because I thought I was right. drinking that because it tasted so similar. Interesting. That's awesome. I'm real curious to know what Aaron's drinking. Just skip over Aaron. No, I'm not drinking. I'm not. I'm drinking wine tonight, guys. <gasps> I know. Like, I'm what? trying to turn over a new drunk leaf. It's fine. Um, so I'm drinking, it's called Love Block. It's a Sauv Blanc from New Zealand. Obviously, New Zealand Sauv Blancs are my favorite. Um, it is seriously so delicious. I love it so much. Obviously. It's obviously. It's a far reach from the Texas Tito's. Yeah. I mean, Anyone keeping the track time- on their bingo cards? Is it a screw top, Aaron? Is it a screw top? One hundred percent. That's not necessarily yeah. a bad thing. Some of like the really good lot, wines yeah. are screw tops. A lot and of screw tops too. Aaron's oh, always yeah. drinking out of a screw top. That's why I said that. Anytime she has yeah. wine, it's a screw top. I know a soft blanc though typically is a screw top. I'm just That's saying. I know that. Yeah, I mean, like it's it's a lot of times a screw top. Also, I'm not fancy. But this one was actually seventeen dollars. <laughs> A bottle, like so. I got two, so I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be fucking high baller roller." That's holler. an expensive bottle of wine, yeah. I know, and I really Fancy. like it. It's super good. Like I'm, and we went out to dinner tonight. I'm not gonna lie, and while we were there, I had Conundrum White, which I really love. So I've been drinking wine tonight, guys. I like I'm, Conundrum. Ah, I love Conundrum. It's yeah. one of my favorite whites, and it was, it hit really, really well tonight at the pizza place we went to. <laughs> It's like a pizza wine bar. It's so good. They're like wood-fired pizzas. So fucking good. Like, anyways, carry on. Julie. I'm drinking. We actually have this, we have a couple of really cool uh, liquor stores in Arkansas that are really up to date on like their seat. Like you can go in there and they have a little bar set up in. They don't just sell moonshine? No. Not everywhere, but <laughs> some places, yeah. <laughs> but like our like actual liquor stores that we I have only a mile from my house is like a higher end. Like it's a nice liquor store, but you can also get stuff for really cheap. And they have like these little tiki booths set up where you can like taste test when you go in there and stuff. Anyways, um, I'm not drinking anything fancy, but I like my little seasonal uh, ciders, like Angry Orchards and stuff. Always goes different seasons, so I'm drinking my Angry Orchard. Um. It's, it's called cinnamon, ultimate cinnamon, but I got the variety pack. So I'm going between the cinnamon and peach mango. And then I'm also backing it. I guess I'm backing my vodka with it. I'm also drinking Grey Goose because I ran out of whiskey. Early. Oh, you buried the lead on that one, didn't you? I was <laughs> like, right. damn, oh, she's yeah. just going to have a little cider. Okay. No, she's Wait, fucking so double backing. Just <laughs> yeah. straight Grey Goose? Just straight? Yep. Yep. Well, just, it's mixed with Aintree some... Orchard. Angry Orchard, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, oh, I'm like, <laughs> and that's only because I ran out of whiskey a little bit ago, so I uh, <laughs> a little yeah. bit ago. <laughs> just I just that one because it totally reminded me of you, Julie, and us drinking Honey Jack in P Town. But yes. I found the Jack Daniels um, <laughs> Winter <laughs> Apple 
cider. Ooh. But it's it's a Jack Daniels bottle, so it's like hard. It's like thirty percent. Mm. But it's apple flavored. I'm gonna have Ooh. to try that. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna try I'm it. Gonna have to try that. Night. And one of my that. favorite nights in P-Town was seeing you on the street, Stacy, like fucking tackle, tackle hugging you. I didn't actually tackle oh, you like Jackie did. There. Yes. yes. When I first saw you and I was like, oh my God. And you're like, I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is my favorite moment. It was like, oh, what a good night that was. You my guys. favorite moment was when she dick tap Kai. <laughs> And he crumpled like a little piece of paper. Oh my god, he literally (laughs) folded in half. So much more fun to hang out with girls than guys. And everybody's like, "Why?" And he's like, "Guys just do mean stuff." And I was like, "Like this?" Uh," And I like just tapped it. And I was like, the next day, I was like, "I can't believe I did that to you. I'm so sorry." He's like, "No, it was funny. It was timing. It was comedic timing. It was funny." (laughs) I felt so bad. It reminded me of that TikTok. Have you seen it where the guy like dresses in like all clothing, but it's backwards? So like he's standing there and it looks like he's facing into the refrigerator, but he's literally facing out. But you don't know that because his hoodie's up and everything and he's got his pants on backwards. So his wife goes to like smack him on the ass, but it's his dick and she fucking (laughs) winds up and whap and he... I I'm not sure if he's alive. To be honest, he may be dead. That sucks. Sorry, guy. <laughs> what a way to go. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, you already got your two kids out of him. Like, I mean, what do you what do you need him for after that? <laughs> oh, Unless it's that. Kai, there is no purpose for another guy. Sorry, guys. I'm gonna get some. I still need the one. equipment, even though we're done. Sweet baby angel. But, you, but Kai's different. Kai's allowed to stay alive forever. We're gonna, we're gonna make we're gonna find the fountain of youth for Kai. <laughs> Jesus. Sweet baby angel. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's I'm gonna do something different tonight. I'm gonna put a time limit on our topics. All right. So we're gonna do Kyle Rittenhouse for 10 minutes. Are you gonna like set an actual timer? I'm watching the timer right now. Don't worry about it. Have All I ever right. let you down? not one you're wasting your uh, you're wasting it your seconds are ticking away all right kyle rittenhouse for those that don't know um he was the 17 year old that went across uh lines he's from antioch illinois and he went over to kenosha wisconsin um during a protest that it did turn violent there was looting there was rioting there was buildings being burned um he went over there with the intention to protect property that did not belong to him. And in order to do so, he brought uh, illegally purchased AR-15. He uh, was thanked by the police officers when he got there and even given a bottle of water by them and told them that uh, they appreciate his help. Um, So you could imagine that he was feeling pretty emboldened at the time. Um, And he ended up, he was looking through his gun Um, Some people took that as he was an active shooter and he had not fired a shot yet, uh, but they perceived him to be a threat. So uh, two guys ran up to him. Uh, The first guy was trying to kick him when he saw him get his gun. He turned around away. Kyle Rittenhouse shot him in the back of the head. 
Um, then the second guy then took his skateboard and tried to hit him several or did hit him several times with the skateboard, um, hit him once in the neck, once in the shoulder and Rittenhouse said that he went for his gun, but, um, I don't know if that's true. And the guy's not here to defend himself because Kyle Rittenhouse shot and killed him too. Uh, a third individual who was carrying a pistol, uh, saw what was going on, approached Kyle Rittenhouse, shot him. So he was charged with um, two first degree murder charges and uh, one attempted murder charge. And he was found innocent today um, under the purview of self-defense. He was acquitted. Yes. He can still be charged for it. He, he, he was, he, he was, it, the charges weren't dismissed. He was acquitted. At least I'm just throwing that out there. Okay. He can uh, still be charged for it. Well, he got off on self-defense. So, so wait, wait. Okay. And the I'm judge sorry. before this should be said before the um, verdict came back, the judge said that had he been found guilty, he would have, uh, he would have dismissed the case or given it a mistrial. So, so one he was going to get off either way. I wanted so, to touch on that. Uh, sorry, go ahead, Aaron. No, I was just going to say like, I thought like the headlines kept saying not guilty, not guilty. That's not mm -hmm. the case. Wait, well, but, no, yeah. So what's the difference between an being, acquittal and not get not so guilty? So a dismissal means he cannot be charged with it again. But Double if jeopardy. the judge if the judge right. dismissed it, the judge didn't dismiss it. He got acquitted, okay. which is technically that the prosecuting attorney, according to the jurors, or or I'm I'm sorry, um, according to the jury, states that they think that the prosecuting attorneys did not provide enough information showing that he was guilty of it a dismissal would be a double jeopardy he cannot be charged with it again so he can still get charged with it in the future if more evidence comes up later okay julie i'm so sorry when you said that earlier on our thread i thought you meant the other case no and i was like the guy literally said he was guilty no i'm sorry no, so anyways, yeah I'm sorry. my bad okay carry so on. i got it i just was like really confused by that okay i got yeah. it so carry on so he's been acquitted um, we'll see what happens. Uh, I wasn't actually that surprised by the outcome. Um, I'd been following the case, um, because of the way the self-defense standard is written. They don't, um, they don't review any information of like the hours leading up the reason why Rittenhouse would have been there, the circumstances that were taking place. Uh, they don't take into account that he'd beat up a teenage girl two weeks before that. They don't take into account that he was on tape um, talking about a, a guy that he thought he thought had stolen from a liquor store, which he did not, that he said he'd love to put a few bullets in him. They don't take any of that into account. All they take into account is like the five minutes surrounding the actual shooting. And all you need to do to prove self-defense is make a jury believe that you were in actual fear for your life. So in this case, because so much of it was on camera and you can, and I want to be clear, I'm not defending Rittenhouse when I say this no, I agree. at yeah. all. I'm not fucking defending him, but the standard of self-defense dictates that if you can prove that you felt that you were in danger, then you can use lethal force. And because he was being chased and because he got hit with a skateboard in the face and because he was on the grounds and they kept coming after him, he can then affirm that he was afraid for his life. I get it. They were trying to take a gun away from a person that they believed would have been an active shooter situation. I, I had it gone differently. 
these these guys would be fucking heroes. They'd be hailing him as, as fucking heroes. But because the people who want Rittenhouse to get off can identify with him, they can, they can look at him and say, I would have done the same thing. I would have gone to one of those protests with a gun. I would have been there to defend property. I would have, you know, gone after these Black Lives Matter protesters. It's easy for them to fall in line then and say he did the right thing. Of course, he was scared. So for a self-defense case, they cannot take all of that into account. Now, the judge's ringtone was the Trump theme song, which was insane that he allowed that, that that happened. He made racial slurs during the trial, which is insane that that was allowed to happen. He even said if he was found guilty, he would have filed for a mistrial. That is insane that all of that happened. So there's a lot of shit wrong with this. Um, what is the to, Trump theme song? I don't know. It. I, I saw it on one of the TikToks because, like, uh, one of the this, people in the courtroom, the, like the three, the theme song for Putin is. No, I'm it's like it's like it's, a country song or whatever that like it's hail. it's a famous song. But um, so so I so I just want to go over this. So does every is everybody that here that's here tonight think that he should have been convicted and gone to prison and or war, like he's guilty. I think that he has things like if you see it from the side of the people, I have a handful of Republicans on my Facebook that are calling him a hero. And if I, I read through their comments and I see what they're saying, if you see it from their point of view, we're just going to play this little game. He is a guy that went to defend a car dealership from looters with a gun that was the 16 inch barrel was supposed to be legal okay whatever the cops went and thanked him for being there and for doing like a good job gave him water he heard gunshots he ran off he was scared for his life he got attacked in the street and defended himself that's what they want us to like to see and that's what they want us to believe happened right all of the things that led up to that in the are the little gray areas or the things like why is a 17 year old allowed to open carry? What the hell? The fact that I heard today his mom drove him there with his AR 15 and dropped him off. What the hell? Um, why was he defending a dealership that he has no affiliation to? Uh, why is he? I mean, like, there's so many things. He's selling he merch now, making lines? money off of it. Why did he cross state lines to go over there to, to be part of this? Like there's so many other little things that, that don't, even if all that the right is saying is true, this is what happened. There's so many little things that are illegal. He obtained the gun illegally. All these little things that he could have been charged with outside of the fact that he shot people. So I don't he killed think them that he's, and killed them shot them and, and killed them. them. Right. So even if like what they're saying is true, he still did a whole bunch of illegal shit. So either way, he's not innocent. Even if it, even if you thought that he was, it was self-defense, he's not innocent in anything here. I think he should have been at least charged with second degree murder or mm-hmm. um, involuntary manslaughter. I do. Yeah. I, I think that um, I, I tried to look at it through the lens today of the Vegas shooter, the guy who set up in that hotel room oh, and killed 500 people. If someone had walked in on him five minutes before and saw him aiming the gun down at that crowd, and took it upon themselves to hit him and disarm them, they'd be a hero. Right. right. But because of perspective, because Kyle Rittenhouse hadn't gotten a, a shot off yet to, hadn't gotten oh. a sh- Go ahead. Go ahead. 
No, go ahead. I got distracted. They're also saying that these people that he shot were bad people because they were looters, protesters, whatever. And one was like a child molester and one was like a wife beater and what, you know, like all these different things. So they're yeah. playing it off to not be that they're victims. Right. And they're making him out to be a hero because the people he shot were bad people. Like that matters at all. You know, my thing is that I feel like at the end of the, like the end of the day, like this kid killed people, like he should be distraught about it. And I don't feel like he really was. I feel like it was Nuts a lot of acting. All. Yeah. And it's all like, it was in self-defense. It was in self-defense. Like I completely understand if you are a business owner in Wisconsin and you are out there defending your business and some guy walks up to you and you think you have to defend your business from a looter. Fine. This kid had no fucking claim to anything that was going on in this state whatsoever. He wasn't even from there. He's from Illinois. Like at the end of the fucking day, he had no right being there. He was there to be a fucking he went with a guy he was looking man. for trouble he was looking well, also, for trouble he found it and he shot for on their businesses right. if you're like, worried about looters right at the end why are you gonna no, grab an ar so and go protect that, used cars right. personal there's property so, is not worth someone's life right no. and at the at, at like after all of it is said and done this kid brought a lethal fucking weapon like it wasn't just a fucking pistol right like so you shoot well, someone it wasn't even a bat it wasn't even like, a bat to actually right. protect himself right. if someone were to attack him right, right. it was yeah. a goddamn ar-15 like it is a lethal fucking weapon and this kid knew what he was doing he knew what he was doing and the fact that he said it was self-defense sure you were defending yourself but only because you shouldn't have been there in the fucking first place you shouldn't have been an there with an ar-15 yes get the fuck okay, out Julie, of there i I like interrupted you if I want yeah, so to did I. like go ahead. I no, I think you know I I'm on the side of um that he should have been he, like I I don't know. I mean I I'm I kind of see both sides but I don't like you don't show up to an AR15 for no reason with he has zero training he wasn't in the military he has no law enforcement experience no security experience you are showing up there you're you're picking a fight showing up with a weapon like that you are making yourself a target however i also don't think that i i guess you could there's so many young and i white men nowadays that have this hero complex that want to be these saviors and maybe they couldn't get into law enforcement or they couldn't get in the military or, or the military or they couldn't get into whatever job it is that you know to define them as who they are so i feel like this child what the fuck his mom was doing by dropping him off who knows but i think he had a hero complex and like in so much of our entire nation in that time last year was in such disarray and people were just acting so fucking out of character and being so ridiculous. I mean, every extremist was coming out of the woodworks, every, you know, uh, program or cult or whatever you want to call them was just coming out of nowhere. Like it, everybody was so freaked out, especially in 2020. They still are this year, but last year was exceptional for these kind of actions. And, and I just think that he, <laughs> he 
shouldn't have had an AR-15 because people say that AR-15s and pistols shoot the same. No, they don't. And I know people that say that um, if, if you have any kind of guns training, AR-15s and pistols shoot the same. They don't. Like no, they I've, don't. I've shot a pistol so many times. I've shot an AR-15. You're dealing with two completely different kind of lethal weapons. That uh, To me, an AR-15, just in my mind, is a weapon of war. Like that is uh, a um, an offensive weapon. You are going to hurt. Right? It's not a defensive weapon. It's not a scare tactic weapon. It's not you are. You use to defend yourself. You you want to go fuck shit up with an AR fifteen, and I and so it you know. But it's hard to say. And so I also side. I agree with all of that. But I also side with the fact that. you never know how somebody's going to react in a fight or flight situation. You know, it's it's it, it's hard to argue with how somebody felt in a moment. Did he? And I think this is why he was acquitted. You know, did he feel his? If somebody comes and fucking pops me over the head with a skateboard and starts doing this with me, I'm going to go in a fight or flight mode. And if I have a gun on me, I'm probably going to shoot him. The where where his stuff gets like foggy to me is his intention of being there in the first place. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And, 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 I was like, that's where you it got where I was going to argue. He had you, no but... reason to be there. No like you guys said, he had no affiliate. It's like he was his parent shop or something. You right. know, then you could kind of be like, well, damn, you know, good for him or not. Maybe right. not something with AR 15, but you, you could relate more with it, but to be dropped off in a location and say, I'm going to defend this place where you have, no family, no right. friends, no, no, it's like, you no need to there, defend like, it. So that's where my like thing breaks, but should he have been there for, in the first place? No. But since he was there with an air 15 and he got jumped, which it's almost, you, you know, sometimes you kind of think, was he wanting that? And, and, and I think that's where it would have been hard to be a juror in that situation. I'm not blaming the jury. Like, I'm sure that was a really hard decision to make. Especially like, after your I name was, was picked out of a hat. It was probably right. super fucking difficult. I, I hope it was for them anyways. Cause how can you, how can you argue what somebody's feeling? Like, right. or how can you argue somebody's intention? I don't, you know, I don't disagree that he probably was scared that they were going to hurt him. I completely agree with you. And I could also completely agree with, he wouldn't have been in that fucking situation had he not been fucking around and finding out. Right. So like <laughs> fuck around and find out. I love that. Also, I firmly believe that no property is worth someone's life. Like the only time I think and this is my personal belief that you have a right to end someone else's life is if you believe your life is in imminent danger or that of your family. Like I wouldn't show up even if I owned a store and there was rioting going on or looting, I wouldn't show up to defend it. That's what I have insurance for. I would probably board it up, do whatever I had to do and roll the dice, see how it went and then get my pay out. Like I just, I wouldn't, but I don't put myself in situations like that. I'm definitely not sure. And the other point was if he was truly going there to defend the shop, logic would dictate, then you go with a bat because you showed up with an offensive weapon. Like you said, not a defensive weapon. You showed up with an offensive weapon. And I also don't blame, we're also talking about coming off an entire summer where 
um, at protests, people were driving trucks into the crowd. They were sitting on the back of trucks and shooting people in crowds. Like there was a lot of offensive action taken at prior protests that turned to riots, regular protests that only stayed protests. There was all this violence that happened. So I can also see it from the point of view of being there um, on the side of being the protesters, seeing a dude holding up an AR-15 and looking at crowds and being like, we're about to have a fucking active shooter here. And yep, they, thought they were protecting people like right. they put their lives in, but we can't know their side because they're dead. So yeah, it's right. hard to argue with what Kyle Rittenhouse felt at that moment, but we don't know how they felt in that moment when they ran up on him. And right. that is what is not being, they're not getting the benefit of the doubt in that. They're just not like, and they pulled up all this information about the people they shot, but yet didn't let, be brought into evidence the fact that he whooped a girl's ass two weeks before right. whooped her ass right. on video right the yeah. fact that he's on video saying he wanted to shoot up this black guy none of that got to be brought it, right. it's just i didn't know that why yeah. why wasn't that able to the be... judge wouldn't let it in no because he was a trumper the judge was a trumper. no so, because so it's so that defense kate they were saying it could only be but also well so that was another he hid behind that that was another thing that I wanted to touch on is that it kind of seemed like to me um, the prosecutors wanted the case thrown out. They wanted it to be a mistrial. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that they put a lot of effort into convicting him that they would have had it been a different situation. The the whole thing kind of seemed really sketchy. Well, because on self-defense standing, they really had no case because it was on video him being attacked. I don't think they had a big case to begin with, like legally, I'm not talking about morally or mentally, right, right. but legally they didn't have a lot of ground. I have something to say. Okay. So one of the things that I found very like telling, and this is just me as like a human being watching a young kid go through this trial, right? Like this kid who th- from all, from all angles kept saying he was innocent. He was innocent. He was self-defense. It was self-defense. He was scared out of his mind. He was scared. He was so fucking scared that he was going to be fucking, you know, uh, put in jail for X amount of years or put in prison because of whatever. But like when the verdict was read, he fucking broke down. I was like, you have got to be kidding me. This kid, like in my mind was, was, was taught to act as if he was relieved when in all actuality he knew from the fucking get-go he wasn't going to jail he wasn't going to prison over this and it just it pissed me off because it's that righteous white man white privilege attitude and i just i just have this i this really sour taste in my mouth about all of that like it's so fucking crazy but so do you think the I trial think- would have gone different had it been a black guy that showed up with an He'd be in jail, he'd be in prison for the rest of his life. For the rest of his life. Yeah. I also think he's like a hormone-fueled teenage 17-year-old boy with an AR-15. So he showed up there thinking he's hot shit, number one. And then the cop said, thank you. Like, he I was just about to say that. Was right. So emboldened. Yeah, emboldened. And he was Captain Save-A-Ho with big dick energy. 
That's what he was. And that's what happened. And he was like, <laughs> and it's that hero syndrome. It's mm-hmm. that hero yes. syndrome. So but many like at that time guys. he hadn't even oh. been a hero yet. He was just like, I'm going to be well, a and not just hero. that. He got caught up by his actions when people I fought back. Him. And then he was like, oh shit, I'm actually here with this gun. Now I'm going to use it. And now he has to, you know, he lied about being an EMT. He lied about being a firefighter. He lied about all these things. They, he, he was taking pictures. There's a picture of it. When I saw our friends post today about how, oh, it was proven he's not a white supremacist. There are pictures of him posing with the proud boys, pictures of him. Like, I don't, if you're not a white supremacist, why are you taking pictures with the proud boys? Thumbs up saying fucking free, free Kyle Rittenhouse. Like I'm just, it, this toxic, and, and I agree with you, Stacey. At the end of the day, he is a 17-year-old kid, but so is Trayvon Martin, who was carrying Skittles, you know? Right. <laughs> so was, uh, what I'm sorry, I can't remember his name, Fit, uh, Fidel Castell, who was shot in his car when he had a license to actually have a gun and told the cops, there's a weapon in my possession. I'm legally allowed to own it. I'm getting my license and registration, and they fucking shot him. What about him? Where are all of these... These people that are free want to free Kyle Rittenhouse. Why aren't they calling for this cop's ass since he was legally carrying uh, under the Second Amendment? Like it's it. And he hadn't even shot anyone. No, he hadn't done anything. He was pulled (laughs) over. He was pulled over. And I wouldn't even take them to a peaceful protest, much less drop them off with an AR-15. What was that mom thinking? (laughs) Good luck. So was that. um, So was that. Eat a sandwich. So was that kid last year who the cop strangled to death, who was, who was saying to himself, cause he had autism. So was the autistic, uh, the teacher, the autistic teacher who got shot up because his, his autistic patient wouldn't put his, his toy down and they told him to like, this is this, this self-defense thing is the same reason that cops get off because all you have to do is prove that you were scared. That's it. That's all you have to do is prove you were scared. And you're right, Julie, how do you prove or disprove someone's feelings? You can't. Yep. So um, but a 17 year old who's been pretty much given a blank check by police officers and by his mom and by, and all Trump went over after that happened, Trump met and went with his family. The president pretty much said, no, what you did is fine. Like <laughs> it's just ridiculous, but we now have done 20 minutes of this topic. So, all right, moving on. The censure of Paul Gosser. You guys see this? <laughs> you're, you're not gonna, gonna lie, have... I got like halfway through the article and I was like, this is not a, a conversation I'm gonna have a lot of opinion on. So I'm gonna let you take that one. Aaron, since you actually read the article, why don't you start? I got a mouthful of food. I'm so Julie, worried. did you actually read the article? I, I was really relying on Dempsey. Oh my okay, god. Okay, I got I got. I've been busy. I can't do all your guys' stuff for you. So it's too political. I couldn't. Correct me if I'm wrong. So he posted a video, like an animation video, where at the at the end of the day, all it was about was basically killing AOC. Am Mm -hmm. I right? Yep. Okay. Wait, AOC and Biden. And Biden, right? I know about the guy. He's a senator. Yeah, he's a senator. Yeah. Uh, Which side? Like who? Who? He's a Republican senator yeah. Yes, that posted one of those like animated little videos uh, of killing Senator Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez or Congresswoman yes. Ocas- Ocasio-Cortez and President Biden. 
Like it was like a day was taken. Like, obviously, they took it very seriously. Anybody that saw it took it very seriously, except for Republicans, of course. But any Democrat, um, Nancy Pelosi was like, this is unacceptable. Um, He was then censured and taken off of any committee that he was on, which is great. But now it's like he reposted the fucking video Uh in like with someone else's commentary on it. Like this guy has no fucking um, he's not sorry. He's not fucking sorry. He doesn't did anything wrong. He has no remorse. It's awful. Beyond that, I'm going to be honest. I don't really know a whole lot other than it's outraging and it's, it's, it's fucking ridiculous. And this is the uh, fucking political climate that we're in right now where it's Republicans think that what they post is not wrong because it, it aligns with their fucked up beliefs that they're trying to save our government from liberals is what, in my mind. I don't know, Jackie, I'm sure there's more. So, so yeah, Stacey. Um, I have a dumb question. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between he's like been censored and censured? Because I was like, what the fuck is that word? So he's taken off, he essentially is stripped of power. He's taken off all committees where he gets to have any voice on resolutions or laws that are passed. And he doesn't sit on any type of, like, he's not going to sit on the judicial committee that appoints judges. He's not going to sit on the intelligence committee that gets to hear about war things. Like they, they take him out of power. Um, only two Republicans actually voted that he should be uh, Liz Cheney, which she continues to surprise me, but I have to be like, even a blind chicken gets a piece of corn every now and then. Like it can't <laughs> be on her side all the time. The guy from Illinois. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's his name? Uh, Kiltzer. Kiltzer. Uh, but I guess the whole reason I wanted to talk about this was we have reached a point now in politics where we have, I'm not even going to call them Republicans because they're Trumpians, right? Like they're yeah. not, they're not our parents and grandparents Republican party, even though this all started with Ronald Reagan, but that's a whole other episode that I might do by myself because I know none of you want to participate. Um, but you're talking about a group of people who is so blatantly fear mongering at this point and, and so blatantly trying to incite hate and violence that you have a sitting United States Senator posting actual death threats to a member of Congress and the president. And yeah, being censured is fine. Why doesn't the secret service come and and throw this guy? Like the fact that he had so many Republicans that voted saying, no, what he did was fine is mind blowing to me because I'll tell you what, um, I may be a liberal, but if AOC had posted a death threat to a Republican colleague, I'd be calling for her to fucking resign. Because oh, my God. When Kathy Griffin. I know. When she held up Trump's severed head, Kathy Griffin, who is a fucking comedian. Yeah. Like they were calling for her to be like fucking extradited from the fucking United States of America. They wanted her banned forever. Like this is some sort of thing that can happen. Like what the fuck? To me, it was just kind of like there is there is no line anymore. Like the old rules are gone. There's no more, like if they can get away with this, they can get away with anything. This is why they get away with the lying and, and the blatant miscalculations of accusing an an entire population of cheating. And they don't actually, so the infrastructure bill just passed, right? Infrastructure is one of the most 
apolitical things that goes on in governance. You're talking about rebuilding roads and bridges and hospitals. Like this is not a thing that Republicans Republicans and Democrats should not be on the opposite side of this. Mitch McConnell voted in favor of it. Okay. That's how like bipartisan this is. And you still had two thirds of the Republican party voting against it because, and I quote, they didn't want to give Biden the win. Who are, who are you working for? Are you working for the Republican party or do you work for the American people? Like, and I just, I, I thought this was so indicative of how not just, you know, when people talk about how polarized the country has become and how like, oh, we can't even get along with like, it used to be, we could talk about politics and we could just like pleasantly disagree and everything would be fine. Yeah, because these people are okay with fucking murder. <laughs> They're okay with murdering people that don't agree with them. So right. in, that's the, in the name, like Kyle Rittenhouse is a perfect fucking example. Yeah. They were fine with with acquitting this motherfucker. Because they were Black Lives Matter protesters. People. Yeah. Right. Because it was liberals that he killed. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's so I guess up. nobody else has any thoughts on that. All right. <laughs> no, I do have a couple more thoughts to be completely honest. It's just very quick. Oh. I swear to God. So my thought process with this whole thing is that I think that at the end of the day, we are fucked. And I t- I'll tell you why, because this is not going to change. It's only going to get worse. And when we talked in the past about like what's in the future and what's ahead and how prepared we need to be, um, I think we need to be prepared for the worst of the worst. And it's, it's scary. And it may be my anxiety talking, but after Kyle Rittenhouse, um, being acquitted and then, um, all of this fucking shit, I mean, let's be real as an American person. Like if I literally posted a video of killing Trump, even now, now without him being fucking anything, really, he's a past piece of shit president. I would probably be picked up by the FBI and, and, and hauled away, even though Biden's in office, like it would be bad. But if Trump were in office and Biden and a, a video was po- posted about Biden being killed, um, it would be nothing. It would be like, here's, here's a gun and here's a plan to do it. Here's, here's the keys to the kingdom. Like that's fucked up and it's awful and it's scary. And it makes me really, really, really question living in the United States of America any longer. And I hate feeling like that because I've always been proud to be an American, American, but I'm just so scared about what that really means anymore. That's step one. Get out of Florida. Oh my God. Right. Fucking Matt Gates, fucking DeSantis, uh, putting into fucking, uh, law that vaccine mandates are necessary. Right. And fucking Brandon, which is literally 25 minutes away from me. What the fuck? Oh, well, and God, if anyone no. needed any more proof that like, so Greg Abbott signed into law today, he's taxing Texans to, <laughs> you guys are going to love this. So he's going to recoup, um, Power companies lost $3.2 billion when that freeze happened in Texas last year because they couldn't keep mm-hmm. the power on and infrastructure right. and like lost right. utility. So he's taxing Texans $3.2 billion and giving it back to the power companies. 
Why the fuck? Instead of taking that money to build the infrastructure so that doesn't happen again, he's, he's compensating. He's compensating their profits. I fucking hate. what what happened can we can we take two minutes jackie and you can explain to us maybe 10 explain to us what the fuck happened with the republican party when it stopped being about the people and start started being about money what happened what the fuck happened i want to know when the when they've always cared more about money they took a fucking right reagan it was always that uh reagan started it reagan started it with trickle down economics (laughs) He started with trickle-down economics. He convinced, uh, so Reagan, every state in the union voted for Reagan. Reagan won by a landslide, except with the exception of, I think there was one or two states. Everybody else voted for Reagan. Reagan had not just a super majority, he had like a mega majority, okay? Trickle-down economics started with him. When we were coming out of the 70s, People always talk about, oh, is this the highest tax rate in history? No, there was once a time that if you made over a certain amount, you were taxed at 90% of every dollar after you're like 500 million or whatever it was. And that is why the middle class boomed because corporations in order. Yeah, Jewel. 90% after a certain amount, not you and me. Don't worry, your bucket's fine. Your bucket's fine, Julie. So how how tax brackets work is as you make more money, (laughs) when you reach a certain point, they start taxing you more after that point. So like once you hit like $300,000, every dollar you make after that 300,000 is taxed at a different rate than the money under that. So once you hit 500 million, that tax rate, that money, every dollar after that 500 million is taxed at a higher tax rate than the money before. I, I pulled 500 million out of my ass. It's not the actual amount. I don't know what it is because I don't bother looking at that one. Anyway, when Eisenhower was in office, the last time that that middle income, middle class was actually booming because, you know, you hear stories about like, oh, my dad was a janitor and my mom stayed home and we had a house and four kids, like blah, 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 blah. That is because the tax rate for the ultra wealthy was so high. And how do you avoid taxes? You spend business expenses. So how did they spend those business expenses? They paid people more. So they paid their workers a living wage so they wouldn't have to put everything into taxes or it it evened out. So he took that 70, I think it was like 78%, 90%. It was something really high up there and he dropped it down to the 35. So Uh then all of a sudden saying, if you trust corporations to spend the money on their employees, they will. There's no reason we have to tax this at this amount. Trickle down economics. Leave all the money at the top and they'll let it go down to the bottom. That's not what happened. They started paying wow. out their shareholders. They start, I mean, we, we've seen the repercussions yeah. of it, right? So when you have the Reagan Republicans, that's the mindset they've bought into for the last 40 years was let, let corporations have their money. They earned it. And we'll all get the leftovers. So Jeff this, Bezos. Yeah. Example. Jeff Bezos. I have all my money. Mark Zuckerberg. I'm going to make a fucking dick ship and the, rock the it Walmart. into the universe. And I'm not seconds. saying they can't be rich, but there comes a certain point of wealth that you hit that you need to give some, a larger percentage of, let's say, let's say it's a billion. Okay. Let's even say it's a billion. After you hit a billion, this money up here, that should be taxed at like 75%. 100 so for every every dollar you make after a billion 75 percent of that should go back to the american people who are buying your products who are keeping you in business who are who are driving on your road who are doing all of the things to who got you that billion dollars you need to give back 
Anyway. Yeah. For your workers to drive the roads to get the products to your people that are buying your products. So that they're not setting up GoFundMes for their surgery. And so they're they're not working for jobs to pay their rent. Like, come on. Uh, Anyway, um, Metaverse. Oh, Jesus Christ on a corn dog. So I just, this is all going to be bad. This is bad. This is bad. Metaverse, I know a lot about. All right, let's hear it. Julie, go. Let's hear it. I I think we are toying with, there's a show and I don't know. Why don't you explain what Metaverse is first? Explain what Metaverse is. To me, to how I, to how I read it is it's basically a virtual reality. Yep. That people don't have to go anywhere. They Black don't have to mirror do shit. They don't have to. Yes, they don't have to travel. They have to do literally nothing except sit in their bedrooms and be somewhere else. I think that that enticing. is enticing. It's enticing. It totally. But, I'm not yeah. saying I would use it, but <laughs> but I do not think it is anywhere close to healthy for people i think if we are going to start creating these type of human beings i think we're we're i mean i don't you know agree or believe in the bible but i'll be fucking damned if we are not headed to end ourselves for sure but that is that's not biblical that's just humans (laughs) i mean what the fuck like it 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 terrifies me to think that people are going to have zero social skills, zero ambition, zero anything to go experience anything for real. And, and, you know, and I can see it. I can see it in our young kids that, that, because video games and, or whatever, our social media is just as good to people, especially our younger, younger generations as fucking real life. Like we are heading into such a dangerous zone doing that i get it i get the technology and i get that we're advancing but it terrifies me because you are not creating the same type of human beings or even close that are going to be able to go to work talk to somebody face to face get on a fucking plane and go travel somewhere like you're creating zero effort zero social interaction zero anything for people to literally be able to get whatever the fuck they want in their living room you remember when like, um it terrifies me. what was that video game that came out it was like w o w what was that oh world of warcraft okay do you remember how addicted people were to that oh my god I, marriage is dissolved yeah. Guy that lost his fucking whole career. Okay. So World of Warcraft. So now yes. they're creating the same time as same type of simulation world, but now you can actually go be in it. So when I first read this, I was like, oh my God. And be, be a totally different person than who the oh, fuck. Oh yeah, you, you can are. look right. different. I was like, oh, people are gonna be able to live out their rape fantasies, their murder fantasies. They're gonna be able to oh, do they're God, gonna be able to essentially totally practice practice okay so then they can go do it in real life it's there's this there's this show on showtime where multi-millionaires play pay a ton of fucking money to go um do that and i watched the show up to a certain extent and then just got too crazy and i was like okay but the it's this same idea these multi-millionaires go and actually live just like you said 
there's prostitutes, there's rapes, there's is it Westworld? No, Westworld. I love yes. that show. I did. I do I'm too. Funny, but I hate it, but I love it. That's a Black Mirror episode. There's like three uh, Black Mirror episodes. That's the same. But Aaron, that's the it's the exact right. same thing. You're living right. in a completely different. Right. D- but they're making right. it even easier because you don't have to be a multimillionaire to do it. But it's they're, so they're real. It's so real that people literally believe this is their life. Well, like, of course. It's, it's like it, a total recall with Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's, it's, like, it's like Westworld. It's like Avatar oh, where you it. put these goggles on. You know, at least Avatar had, but it's the same idea where you can literally bury yourself in this fake reality and meet people that aren't who they say they are. And these people aren't, and just live in, it terrifies me. Like, <laughs> It, that was it, a that was her quick explanation. I love it. <laughs> I have two thoughts. Okay, number Please, one, you're my fucking my bro. What? <laughs> number one, you. does this not totally have Wally vibes? Oh yeah, one hundred percent Wally vibes. Yes. Right? Yeah, right. Like, they're all gonna be like in my... and too fat to like too get off to of do our shit. Yeah. Number two is that I feel like this is always not always in the last. 15 years been kind of a thing like Mm -hmm. world of warcraft or uh sims or second life or now we have virtual reality that's super easy to get on you can literally like put this like 20 dollar headset on go to this app and you can have sex with like other people in virtual reality wait this is like a thing this is a thing, okay? And people get real into Hit me up with the link later. You can watch videos of people videotaping people getting so into it that they're, like, actually, like, moving with, yeah, the people. So I feel like is this, this like is- like a TikTok thing? What's that, thing? What's that movie, TikTok? Demolition Man, where there's actually no contact? Yeah. Back, like, in the 90s when I Demolition Man came yeah. out. And because the Z's got so bad or whatever, they put on those goggles and they're like, we're going to get intimate. <laughs> but you're not, it's not actually happening. Oh like, God. you're just in your room by yourself. Like, so it's my like dream. This, <laughs> this has been like building up to this for so long, but we also have a lot of this already. You can already get on virtual reality and play out these things that are so realistic that people walk into walls or like trip and fall or like do whatever. Like, and people, like you said, World of Warcraft, which was like 15 years ago, people got so invested. They lost jobs, lost families, lost money, like paying for extras. Like I have a, a friend, a couple that are still into it. They each have their own game set up in their rooms where they play it. Like it's really bizarre. And it's really like intense. bizarre. But That's such a like good we've, word. We've been building up to it. And now it's just somebody that has a lot of money Zuckerberg has now put a label on it and said I'm going to come out with it when really it's he's not coming out with anything we've had these things for a long time he's just coming out with what he's going to label the ultimate one that is going to be in my mind another resource to not have human contact it's just like I know I, I'm, I'm on board with dating apps and stuff like that and getting to meet people that are not just directly in your area or that don't go right. to the grocery store or whatever, but completely eliminating human contact and 
being able to already had that. Well, imagine the mental health issues that's going to cause to people like just people that already suffer from, you know, I mean, it might help people that suffer from social anxiety because they can be somebody that they're not, but all the extra mental health issues that's going to create for people when you do have to go out into the real world because somebody's not having to pay your internet bill. Well, (laughs) you know, know, like, I think that like we've had this for so long and it's terrifying or whoever it is that's putting this label on it is just benefiting off of something and making it a big popular new thing it's the new iphone 15 that he's putting out saying you got to get this one though this one will be better than all the other ones well katie katie actually got the oculus so like you know it's like the virtual reality gaming system which is actually very cool don't get me wrong i actually enjoy it but at the same time, like, she's like, I've downloaded a uh, boxing app. It's really cool. I'm going to start boxing. I'm like, well, why don't you just go to a boxing class? Like, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, and I get like, like a lot of people do like, like workout routines in their, ho- in their home and that's cool. And, but I'm just like, but there's so much more with like being interactive with like people and like, and I think that that is my extroverted personality, even though there are moments when I love my alone time and love, but like, I just see us being that total mentality of like, I don't need anybody, but Wally. my gaming system, right? Like it's Wally and it's, so eventually we're going to be like in a ship in a spaceship out into space <laughs> and there's going to be one lonely, cute robot. Have you guys watched the movie Finch? Not yet. No, On I TV? want to. It's. It's very good, but it's Hanks. literally, yes, it's literally yes. about like in the future, like a solar flare ruins the earth. And like, we're in like this moment of like, you can't even be in the sun or your skin oh, will burn off. Don't spoiler it. I will not. Okay. But like the whole premise is like, how do you survive without artificial intelligence? Like it is really cool. But at the same time, like is virtual reality going to help that? No, because you can't go grocery shopping for virtual you know what i'm saying like so there's, well, but there's a lot of even can now aaron you but you can delivered but if there's a solar flare that ruins the earth you can't you know what i'm saying like there's oh, yeah. it's okay. like it's like a post-apocalyptic thing for finch so but like i'm saying like at the end of the day like virtual reality is cool do not get me wrong i think it's really cool but at the, at the end of the day like we need to remember that human beings exist for a reason like and it if does, you're not interacting on like a human level, terrifies me. It's gonna. I it's really not gonna work out. Zuckerberg didn't invent anything. Mm. He just is monopolizing. Going, oh, I'm gonna scrape all this together and right. realize that I can make some money off this. You're right. And right. I'm gonna come it's out. It's the same. With he's monopolizing way he did, an idea that he has the money to create. It's the same way he didn't invent. He's building the infrastructure media. for it, it an idea Tom. that already exists. Right, and he didn't. He it's didn't invent out there with social media. Life. It was fucking MySpace. Tom at MySpace invented or live journal or whatever the fuck before that. Social media has always existed since the dawn of the internet, but Zuckerberg capitalized on it. Fucking well, this is gonna be the I deactivated my face. The world to me. Like doing this much, and it makes me feel old to say that because I know probably younger generations like that's so fucking cool that you can that we're gonna be able to do that, you know, which I do think the idea of it is cool it, mm. as long as people are able to control it which they're not they're not. you know because i yeah. i've lost all faith in mankind <laughs> so 
especially based off the last, you know, 18 months, like it, it, it terrifies me to think all those social skills and interacting with actual people and being who you are. But I think just going extro- to get lost. The extrovert people that need human contact, like you and Kai, people that yeah. like to be outgoing, that like to talk to people. Kai couldn't be locked in the house for 24 hours. No. He would have to go to the grocery store just to have a human connection. Yep. I think people like that, which is probably, oh, okay. you know, a lot of people are the people that are going to be fine. Like they still, they're going to. But, but you're losing that the games already anyway but but you're losing that contact with people that well i kind of see what you're saying because i'm i have to have human i have to get out of the house i have to have human interaction otherwise i would get depressed and i would go crazy like but so i i imagine those those kind of people are still going to be out but it's still about just being out in the real world Don't. and experiencing real things it Gamer terrifies people? me gamer people that play those games already they're already playing them yeah mm-hmm. and don't climate change is going to take down the the world before the metaverse does don't worry about it <laughs> like you guys don't worry about what because this is going to take when we finally get to the point where no one goes outside or does whatever that's going to take generations and we don't have generations to deal with climate change so i don't think so jacks like we have to we have to 2035 (laughs) i I understand it's so good it's so good doordash walmart delivery like uh, uber eat like uh, all these things are already there for people to have no and it started with covid i am guilty of using my walmart delivery because i wasn't wanting to go into a big store especially here i'm not saying it won't be an issue no it's no, like in my mind, like, oh, here's my thought process on like what the fuck's going to happen in a couple of years is like, yeah, all these things exist like DoorDash, Walmart delivery, all that exists. But if climate change has the effect that it is rumored to have, it does. I mean, right. Yeah. Like, let's just be real. Like there will be no Walmart delivery. There will be no fucking, there will be none of that. We will be trapped in our We'll be living in a hellscape. We have. Yes, like it'll literally be like you you will have to salvage for shit. You will have people, to go people and fucking loot and hope to God Kyle Rittenhouse is in there to shoot your fucking head off. Like at the <laughs> end of the day, like I'm I'm being for real and I'm not trying to be funny, but I am being funny. But like that is what we are looking forward to when we th- talk about climate change. It's not that we've set up all these processes that are going to be great because we won't have to go anywhere. You know what? But the people that do that shit have to go somewhere and they're not going to be able to either. So at the end of the day, a solar flare knocks our fucking planet off the mark or or a fucking uh, a dark fucking winter with some fucking bullshit fucking storm we are fucked we're yeah. fucked i'm way more what, worried about climate change than i am about the metaverse like, what pisses yeah, me off same, about climate same. change though that i don't and i know we could have a whole episode on this is that people look at it as actual what it's called climate change that's not exactly what well, it is right it's like the it, weather's a mass so destruction many, thing right, right right there's so many more elements to climate it, is right. pollution gonna end our world yes that is what climate change people are like well it's still fucking cold here what is this global warming i'm like yeah it's even co- colder like, here. well yeah, yeah actually it I'm is. Like, have you not seen the day after tomorrow <laughs> i'm like the, you're 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 missing the point you know, you're, you're, you're looking at it at a, uh, what would you call it? Like, like micro a title, level. 
of something yeah. is just for what it is, not actually looking into what it means. Like you know what really makes me mad something and not the, the actual definition. What really makes me mad about is. climate change is we figured out in the 1800s that we were warming the atmosphere that protects us from the sun's rays. The 1800s, the first actual official paper on global warming was written in the 19, it was written in 1958. We've known for that long. And, and now, now, because it's an emergency, now when there's almost no room for error, now when we have to cut global emissions by 50% in the next five, 10 years to, to keep, we, we've lost the ability to keep the earth from warming one and a half degrees. Now we're shooting for two, which means we'll essentially just be living with extreme superstorms forever. Like all these hurricanes, these wildfires, these, the flooding, all of that, that's just life now. And if the earth itself heats two more degrees, there won't be, I can't, there won't be fish in the ocean, you guys. My son could grow up in a world where fish don't exist in the ocean anymore. I just, I fucking can't. I can't. And nobody, nobody's fucking like, I don't know how to make the right care about this. I don't know how to make them sign off on, on these, these climate change bills. And I don't know how to make them understand that like the money it costs to fix it, it won't matter because we won't be here to fucking worry about it unless you right. spend it. Like, I, I don't know how, I don't know how else to explain. I, I can't get on this topic because I get very, I get very. We know. I get we anxious know. about like life. <laughs> TV, Jackie gets anxious about life. Did, did, did you see that TikTok I sent you about the guy who doesn't kill the, the pearl? He yeah. doesn't kill the clam? Yeah. I For some reason, these people keep talking popping up on my TikTok and I'm about to send a bunch of hate mail that are like taking these claims that produce the pearls and like and and they pull and people are like how much I mean thousands of followers on TikTok and I'm like why do I keep getting put on this and so then finally they sent me the one of the people that actually don't kill the claim and they replace it or whatever and they go and put them where they're going to be safe and that's why I sent that to you. I'm like, people, it scares the shit. The, the ocean stuff, it doesn't scare me, but it like makes me so angry at people because they have such a disregard for life. And we won't survive if the ocean dies. If, Humanity if, will end. What's the ocean, Jack? 70% of 75% the world? 75% of the world. 75%. Like it's, what are you doing? Like, and they're just taking these like, like Whenever Jack talks about climate change, I always hear that TikTok sound that goes, nobody thinks what I think. <laughs> and I'm always like, oh, Jack. I, I don't know how it's to, terrifying. I don't know how to make, I don't, I, I feel, because I feel like it's such a existential problem that if we don't fix it, we will have that failed humanity. And I feel like everybody's so much more concerned about their profit margins than actually making the world survive. And I don't know how to make people give a shit about, it doesn't matter if you leave your family a billion dollars, if there's no world, like it just right. like, doesn't fucking matter. What are you going to, what are you going to spend your money on? What are you going to spend your money on? Like, what are you guys, what are you guys to spend it on? Week? Uh, 
Jackie. Aaron, you got two minutes. Okay. I also well, think so many right. people just think, sorry, I just want to say one more this thing. This is not my two minutes. <laughs> I want everybody to So many mine. people just think, and I have been guilty of that. Y'all have helped me a lot of just thinking, that's not going to affect me. <sighs> it doesn't right? matter. No, you're right. Like, so many people think that's that. That's not going to, that's not like, I got an argument with my wife the other day and she's like, we need to buy more paper plates. I was like, no, we actually don't. I was like, that's really bad for the ocean. And she's, and she's like, well, if I don't buy them, somebody else will. And I was like, that is exactly the problem right there. Right. Everything that happens. I said, we all think that. And she's like, why cut the things off of all all your Gatorade orders? And I was like, thank you for doing that. And you're right. I should probably rethink that. I'm like, but that's the problem is everybody thinks, well, my little contribution doesn't matter. But if a hundred thousand people thought their contribution mattered, I was like, it like, I'm like, that's exactly it. Oh my God, <laughs> like, Julie had a real come to Jesus moment. <laughs> I, I, like, I'm voting. I was like, I'm not, I was like, I'm not using paper plates. I'm not ordering you, ordering you more plastic stuff. I'm like, that's, I was like. You're actually, really, if you have to use really this for the ocean. like cutlery, you're better off using paper because paper will disintegrate in like right. 15 years. Well, sometimes less time if there's. But don't they use trees? I would rather use. Well, yeah, but the, so, right. you're, so your best. So here's a little. Hey, public service announcement: um, using plastic of any kind is bad. I know there's this isn't part of my two minutes. No, shut up, Aaron. There's like no way to get around it sometimes, but I'm like constantly trying to find ways to get around, especially single-use plastic. Uh, paper plates are like a step below that. So like styrofoam is the fucking worst. Avoid oh, styrofoam at all costs. Okay. And now they make a lot of um, like disposable cutlery and straws and plates made out of bamboo, which actually disintegrates really fast. And bamboo grows so fast that it actually doesn't deplete our, our forestry system. So if you can afford it, because it right. is more expensive. And I understand that not everyone has that privilege, but if you can afford it, switching to bamboo, paper plates, uh, forks and knives and straws is like one of the biggest impacts you can make. Also, if you can switch your detergent to the sheets that come in the cardboard boxes and it's a sheet instead of the single use plastic containers makes a huge difference because if everyone did that, we would wipe out like a hundred thousand. I think it's like a hundred thousand plastic containers every day. Like it's a just in like our, our, like, I think it was just, I forget where they said, I think this even said Los Angeles. Like if Los Angeles went to that, you could cut out a hundred thousand plastic doesn't disintegrate for like 10,000 years. So like, if you want to look up little ways that you can get rid of single use plastic, you can look up websites like world without plastic and, and, um, save our oceans. And there's all these, these little, and you're right, Joel, like, do you individually matter? No, because our corporations and our businesses are dumping trillions of tons of carbon monoxide into the atmosphere all the time. But the more people that buy these products and the more, the more push there is for them, the more they'll start making them and the more they'll start moving away from plastic. And that's how change happens. But right. what if a hundred thousand people on right. the same day said, I'm not buying this anymore. And I don't know. Right. Do you know, do you know that if you cut meat out of your diet twice a week, it's the equivalent to taking 250 cars off the road. Meat like red meat, or any meat, chicken, everything, any really? meat, mm -hmm. meatless Monday twice a week. It's the equivalent to taking 250 cars off the road a year. 
I'll tell you what, Julie. I won't use. I'll do it. I won't use the disposable. Just one person. Just one person. I love PB and J's. I could be one person. So if I do it twice a week, twice a week. No me. The equivalent of what? Two hundred fifty cars a year. I'm in it. I'm doing cars? it. I'm going to make myself do that. That's why so many people do meatless Mondays. Mm-hmm. What if Julie. I make the meat and earlier? So here's the other thing, too. Red <laughs> meat. I kill my own. <laughs> red meat has, well, no, your own, too. That's that's almost zero because, well, no, I mean, you still have some, but like it, taking factory farming out of it is a huge component. Um, and cows are actually the worst offenders. So even when the days you do eat meats, if you can switch to like poultry and stuff, it has a less impact on the environment. See, I have it's, a hard time with poultry out here because we have Tyson plant out here and there's so many trucks with mm-hmm. the little chickens in them and they're Aww. stuffed. It is, it rips your Don't buy Tyson, apart. buy free range. No, I, I don't. I, I can't because I live out here and, and I see the trucks with all, all it is is chicken cages. Oh, and, they're, and they're just like in I mean, cages. I saw Napoleon Dynamite when he sticks his hand and gets a fucking. They're in cages less, less than twelve inches tall. They're in cages. I don't know. You know what they are? Eight, like they can't even stand up. Like if you if you can just, cut oh, meat out sure. twice a week completely, you do a huge impact for the environment. And if you can cut out red meat, you're making an even bigger impact. I'm just saying, not everyone can do it, but those are the little things that don't take a tremendous amount of sacrifice or buy organic or free range range. uh, grass fed if you're going to eat it if you're going to right so those are i mean switching i can't even tell you the impact of switching to bar shampoo and bar conditioner has i was literally going to ask you about that because i remember you there's a really good place in oregon that makes fantastic it's the only place i've ever used that i really really like well, our friend Sherry was here this past weekend and she was like, oh, I use bar. I use bar soap on my hair and we're like, and like all of my like other, like Katie, who's a hairstylist is like, what? And I was like, no, no, no. She doesn't mean like fucking oil of Olay on her hair. Right. She means it's a, it's shampoo in a bar form. Right. And they're like, oh, that's not good. And Sherry was like, I swear by it. Like it's made my hair healthier. It's made my hair thicker. Like, it's literally amazing. I love it so much. And you like, give I was it like, time to adjust to it. She why? Because you're eliminating the plastic, or I don't mm-hmm. understand why. Well, no, she yeah. thinks it's better for her hair for a multitude of reasons. Well, they I take out a lot of the chemicals too, because it's just right. a bar. Like it's, it's a no, soap. It's no sulfates, oh. no parabens. Yeah. It's nothing. It's like it's literally natural. just soap. And she's like, it soaps, it like suds up. It's awesome. And she's like, my hair has started to grow back. Like she had thinning hair. I like, switch to the Diva Cup, like so I don't use tampons. Like I do all kinds of. I, th- I think it matters. Yeah. I tried to switch to the Diva Cup and I am, I have a fussy taint. So I, <laughs> I think all my little <laughs> contributions matter, even if they don't. Oh, poor Kai. <laughs> Kai, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, the minute Kai taint. came into the screen, I was like, I can't put anything foreign a in my vagina, taint. including a dick. Yeah. I haven't what used tampons that? in five years. I only use a Diva oh, Cup. Sorry. What is a cup? I don't understand. So it's, it, it sits in there and it's, it's a cup? plastic cup. It's, it's a silicone. It's amazing. a silicone cup. It's not plastic. It's silicone. And you put it up in your canal and you, it you catches it up like a taco. You fold you it up it and up you and stick it up there and you pull it out and you dump it and you put it back in. And I haven't used a tampon in. I will admit 
on the one night of my period that I have like the real heavy flow, you know, like the first full day, I, I do use a pad at night because sometimes because it's in for like eight hours, it's it. I need to wear a pad. It could also. overflow, yeah. Right. I lead like a gutted pig, so I would need. Do, 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 do they have bowl options like down. instead of a cup do they have i bleed a lot too and um I bleed a you lot. just i change it more often like you just you just take it out and you dump it out you, you can out, feel you... you can feel when it starts getting full and like a tampon yeah i and started I using it after jackie was like you should try it you should try it so i i, I honestly i did i used it for like four or five periods and then i got a yeast infection like I would. I just have uh, a very fussy taint. Like I'm not trying to be. Taint. Yeah. I have a fussy no, vagina. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like it's literally like anything foreign. My vagina's like, okay, what about you, not doing that? You I'm might like, be allergic okay. to silicone. Well, no, I'm not. I got a dildo. <laughs> but um, I think it's just literally anything. Like anytime, like if you take, you know, like you take your tampon out, and like your hands aren't always the super cleanest, right? Like you're just like. I'm gonna take my tampon out. Like I would have to literally wash. Like I'm going into surgery. Like I'm. Let like, me tell you something. Do you know how much money I save too? Because one diva Probably cup is lot. thirty bucks, and you buy it like yeah. I buy a new one about once a year, just because I feel like it has to be replaced. Right. Well, yeah. If I could do it, I mean, I No, I wash it with soap, and then when my period's over, um, you you like clean it, clean it. Like you can either use like, like a dildo, just, you get in there, yeah. And clean it, yeah. yeah. You just okay. use like non non abrasive all natural soap, mm-hmm. like method soap. Like I, that's what I I used on mine, and like it was lovely, and I loved it because like once you figure out how to get it in and get it out, with, mm-hmm. it's just like. Aaron's our little golden star. What's it you figure in? Figure it's, how to get it in. I'm telling you, I have not worn a tampon. I have not worn or purchased a tampon in five years. That's oh, that would be amazing. Jackie's going to save the earth on her own, man. No. Yeah. I can't. She She's might. Like, All you dicks got to get, fuck, not dicks. All you fucking vaginas. I can't get Lex to wear a Diva Cup. She won't do it. It's, Why don't you I, get the IUD like normal people? No, I'm not fucking with all that. I mean, I, why? She doesn't have to worry about getting prego. Yeah, but you put it in, you don't get periods for five years, you get a new one. Yeah. I don't. You no, know, they they put me on birth control, Stace, and because my my periods are like insane. Like, I'll pass out. It, it's insane how much goes I on. That's why I got the IUD. So they put me on birth control, and it was a hundred times worse. Yeah. Oh, my God. Birth control real? sucks. And with the IUD. Or why don't you get an ablation? I wish the motherfuckers would just cut all the shit out. Get an ablation. You'll stop having your period. You're young. You're going to want to have kids. I'm like, I promise you, I'm never going to want kids. Get an ablation. Not any any that come out of my hoo-ha. All right. But you're after 30. You're older than 30 now, so they shouldn't argue with you if you wanted to do something permanent. Take it all out, please. They won't take it all out for no reason, but get an ablation. I'm in. Yeah, they won't take what, it out. But what does that mean? In the it's just a little laser they stick in there and they they like burn oh the God. inside of your Please. uterus out. Please. Yeah, burn it's it's really out. you're in and out in like a few hours. It's really non-invasive. It's, it's not a big it's deal. It's literally supposed to save you for years. Yeah, We've no, it's forever. On the podcast before. No, one of my friends had one and she ended up starting to get her period lightly, like three Uh-oh. or four years. It grew back. There was nothing bad. Yeah. There was nothing bad. It was never bad. It was like. Three or four years mm-hmm. down the road, right. you had like light period. Okay, I already right, got okay. two minutes. <laughs> okay, fuck two minutes. Okay, so 
First thing I'm obsessed with, Taylor Swift, Red. But Jackie, you and I are going to talk about that. So I feel like I'm going to piggyback on you. That's So that's that. Adele, 30. I would like to take a second to say that Adele, aside from Taylor Swift, is maybe one of the best songwriters in the history of the world. For like sure. She literally, this album is the best album I've heard in quite some time. Like, let's be real. Taylor Swift's Red is a re-release. And there's a bunch of vault songs that are amazing. But Adele's album has moved me to a level of inconsolable crying. Like, I was sobbing, like, during moments today where it was like, why the fuck am I crying? Like, oh, my God, it was amazing. Listen to it. Love it. Let's talk about it later. That being said, I love the morning show. The morning show. Is anybody caught up? Yep. All the way caught up. Okay. All the way caught up. You watch today's? No. Okay. Not yet. Okay. So I've heard a lot of shit about the finale. That being said, I have a lot of people on my timeline that are very upset with the way that the lesbian or bisexual by fucking sexual relationship that Bradley is in is being handled. I have a lot to say about this. I'm going to say this right now publicly. You know what? Bradley Jackson is a very flawed, messy character. They have written her that way for 19 episodes. 19, 19. This is something that they have established. She is flawed. She is messy. She has issues. She has a fucking crazy family. She has her addictive brother. She has a lot of shit. And she finally, in the midst of all that, figured out that she also really likes women. This is a big fucking deal. Whatever happens in this finale, and I know what happens, but I'm not going to say it. Whatever happens, like... This chick is fucking flawed. She may or may not regress. She may or may not have issues. You know, there's so many LGBTQ like youngins on my timeline that love the morning show because of Laura Peterson. And she's the be all end all of lesbians. You know what? There are a lot of those in our life. And I know I've got like 37 seconds. Don't fucking, don't play the music on me like I'm in the Oscars. You're over three minutes already. I'm sorry, but this is really important to me. Like, I think at the end of the day, like, Laura Peterson is not the be all end all of lesbians. And while she may have had a good effect on Bradley, like, Bradley has to heal and she needs to be, I'm just really passionate about the fact that I think the morning show is an amazing show and it is literally about healing and no one's given anybody chance to heal. And it's just sad. Well, and, like they were never going to keep her with the first girl she was with. She's right. always been circling around Alex. So and I don't even, know what happens in this episode, but, but they've even always been if, building the tension with Alex. Right. Even if she stays with Laura in the long run, like it's a dark moment. Like, mm-hmm. have you never read a fucking lesbian book? Have you never fucking wrote one? Probably not. But like at the end of the day, there's always a fucking dark moment. And this is it. Like, uh, well, I, I don't think that. I, I don't think that it even touches on just lesbians or anything like right. that. I, th- I, I, I think that Bradley's entire character, you know, what she's been right. through and what, right. you know, dealing with addiction, dealing with her family is not what made her a lesbian. Like Laura Peterson right. so far it, from what I've seen, I haven't seen the final episode, but right. she's a she's successful businesswoman. Like she's, she's a successful a... businesswoman. So right. it doesn't have to be all these broken things that turns you into something. It's that Bradley has just been uh, kind of her whole life hasn't cared what other people think. 
and has kind of gone her own route, regardless of kind of her maybe personal consequences or, or personal, uh, outside things that people might've thought of her. But, um, I want, I really want to watch this episode now. I think it was so cool regardless of how they put it out there. And I, and I, and I watch, uh, Reese Witherspoon's TikToks and stuff. And, um, I think it's so cool that they even added that in there. Right. To begin right. with. Like, Absolutely. It, I, I thought, and I thought they did it so realistically right. and like, so genuinely and kind of how something would probably happen with, right. with a successful lesbian coming into the show and then somebody right. like Bradley, who's more open and right. more like whatever, you know, it's not like, you know, Jennifer right. Anderson, who is kind of her character is a little bit more rigid and like right. follows, you know, black and white. I thought it was so cool how they did it because it was so realistic. And so like, right. yeah, that, that could totally, well, also, yeah, could totally it's, it's yeah. touching. It's touching on the fact that Bradley Laura Peterson's a whole person. Bradley's not right. a whole person. Bradley's broken. Right. So right. for two people to be together successfully and happily, both people need to be whole. So Bradley right. has a or lot of work. on their she, way toward that. Bradley has a lot of work that, right. she right. needs to do. Right. Anyway. On her on herself. No, yeah. but one of the things too people, that I People can't to make say, you I, happy. You have to be happy with who you are first. Right. <laughs> And I think it's, I think, and I know that I've gone over and I'm sorry, and I should have talked about this earlier, honestly, but like, I knew we had a lot of shit, but like my ultimate thing that I want to say is like, there's so much that goes into coming out and like being a person like, right. Like you finally figured out that you're a sexual, a bay, uh, a lesbian, uh, bisexual, whatever. Like you finally figured that out. And like, you have to allow your body and your mind to acclimate to that. And I feel like there's so many young, young LGBTQ like, Oh my God, Lauren Bradley, they're the be all end all. And it's like, wait a second. Like, Yes, it's great that Laura came along that allowed Bradley to understand this part of herself. But like, in the sense of like, this is a fucking character that needs to fucking heal. Allow her to do that before you want her to want her to like be together with this other person. Well, they didn't kill anyone off. Get over it. Right. Like, and you know what? Like there's, they're pissed off about like Corey and they're pissed off about Mitch. And I'm like, Mitch died. He got his fucking shit. He got his fucking comeuppance. He's not the, the, he's not it. I'm sorry, Jackie. I'm sorry. Cut me off. I'm I'm going to cut you off. I love you. It's a good show. All right. So good. I'm sorry. Stacy on for days. I know, which is why Um, I cut you off. I have two quick ones. Number one is a book I read called Then She Was Gone. Highly recommend it. I've already bought it for a few different people for Christmas. Um, super good it's on audible it's a kidnapping thriller mystery book that had me it started off slow but halfway through I was like I couldn't stop it was so freaking good um and then the second one was your guys's last three-part podcast which I didn't get to be on um I listened to it and anybody that is an avid listener that has not listened to it because it's a little daunting that it's three parts go listen to it because it's well done. It's there's a lot of different views that are talked about. There's a lot of um, it, it kind of shows both sides of things and how different people feel versus like, you know, one person was raised this way or was raised in this state 
and this other person feels this way. I, I it was really um, just interesting to listen to, and I highly recommend it. I would recommend it to people that I, even if it wasn't my own podcast, I'd be like, hey, I heard this really good thing. Everybody should go listen to it, I think. And we haven't got any hate mail over it, so there's that. <laughs> so it, was, it was good. Everybody's represented in it. Julie? Um, I, I think I said this on the last podcast, Dope Sick, if you haven't watched Dope Sick. <gasps> I started it, is, it. It is, it's a true, it's like, it's based off of true events. Right. And it is one of the absolute best shows. And Aaron, if you started it, keep watching it. Because I'm only it, on episode three because it's really daunting. It is. I'm not going to lie. It, like- it gets more and more sick learning about the opiate epidemic and how money can pretty much get you anything, buy you anything, freedom, exemption, whatever. I was super sad about bets, so I couldn't. Yeah, they touch on gay issues. It's um, how drugs have affected families. It it is like one of the, and it, it touches home for me, but it is one of the best shows i think i've ever watched and they have killer actors and actresses in it like oh, yeah. the, michael the, keaton oh like, my god yeah. like they, they they do such a good job the very last well i don't want to spoil it but the very last episode the very last little speech was kind of weak to me they could have done a lot more with it based off of the built-up of the whole show and how much i think it like anybody out there that's listening that has um been through addiction or loved anybody that's been in addiction or had a family member or anything like that every single per- or even if you haven't like it just sheds a lot of light on how stuff went down with prescribing pills and the um mass amounts of push that these huge pharmace- ph- pharmaceutical companies had and it's a true story it's all based off of real events and it, it's just a really good show. We finished the season and we're rewatching it because it was just, there's so much information How in it. You rewatch it. It's so depressing. Yeah, no. Well, because there's so much information that's yeah. scrunched into it. Like we're not rewatching it back to back. It's just something that we're like, we'll throw on dope sick because it's just like, you know, we're weird and we like going to sleep to like, you know, murder documentaries and stuff. So, um, (laughs) but, but, but it's, it's really, really good. So if anybody out there hasn't watched it or hasn't put time into it, Dope Sick is like one of the best shows I've ever watched in my life. It's a, it's a good one. And also the new Dexters. Oh man. Tell me, I'm waiting till there's a few like built up. There's, Me too. There's two right now, and no, then the Dexters. They do such a good job at. Uh, well, no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to spoil anything. But bringing like, you know how in in the other ones they Dexter would be doing something and they have his voice commentary. Well, yeah. I knew, oh, I wasn't planning on why well, I can't believe I'm doing that. Like they they do a really even though he's older and it's like whatever 15, 10, 10 15 years later. They do a good job at bringing it all together just in even the first couple episodes I've watched. So watch the new Dexter. It is solid. It is really good. Okay. I'm obsessed with three things. Number one, 
Uh, if you are, uh, I'm not into fantasy novels. That's just not my jam, um, like at all. But there was a, a a book that was written called Malice, and it is a different twist on Sleeping Beauty, written from the evil queen's point of view. But the evil queen is queer and falls in love with Aurora. This book is so fucking well written. Um, it's mainstream. It's not a niche uh, publication the way that Aaron and I write in. It's part of Oprah's Book of the Month Club. It is fantastic. And the relationship between Aurora and Alice is her name is completely secondary to the storyline. It's it's fantastic. The second one is coming out in May, but um, there's, you know, when you read an author and sometimes just the way they string. So Jody Pico is like an author like that for me. And so is Anne Rice, the way they string words together. Sometimes you're just like, holy fuck, man, this, this book is written that way. It's phenomenal. I can't, I can't like recommend it enough. Number two, my uh, TV show recommendation, because we all know that I go, you know, it's funny. I have like the most intense political opinions on this podcast besides maybe the other Stacy, but I watch the most like I can't think about things TV of probably anyone. Right, like, <laughs> Cuz I have to my brain has to like Random unplug from shows. all the no- Listen, I have a lot of like stress that goes on in my head, so when I watch TV I like to unplug from all of the normal stress that I have. I yep. watch Motherland Fort Salem. You guys how it's is so that? Good. I heard so much. It's so good. It's what so is it's, it a, it's called Motherland Fort Salem. It's on Hulu. It's essentially written that the witches that were burned at the Salem witch trials were actually witches, and now in order to make like an alliance with the American populate the American people, they serve in a witch army essentially, where it's all matriarchy. Women are in charge of everything. The male witches are completely secondary. They bow down to all the female witches and they're employed to like take down the dark entities of the world. It's lightly political just in the sense of like, because it's a military thing, but it's not like politics that we deal with. It's just like normal world stuff. It's like the bad guys versus the good guys politics, not like Mm. Trump, Putin, like that. That's not a part of it at all. Uh, there's a gay character in it who, again, secondary storyline, so good. I was so enthralled by it. I blew through both seasons of it. Now I'm waiting for the third and final one to come out. Um, anyway, Mother Motherland, Fourth Salem. I was putting it off for a long time because sometimes those like supernatural shows are real hit and miss for me. It's phenomenal though. Really, really good. The actresses are awesome. What? Can I say one thing just really quick? So remember when the last- We're almost at two hours, podcast, so keep it quick. I know. Oh my God. Yeah, fuck. bro. Remember a couple a couple, a couple, of podcasts ago, I mentioned uh, why the last man. Remember that? It was like the last guy. Mm-hmm. He's the only man alive, yada, yada. So that's that whole series. It was amazing. It, it ended one season one. It was done. I was like, fuck this fucking piece of shit. So good. The whole season was amazing. And then it's done. Listen, Motherland Fort Salem is not going to change your life. It is just a real easy, entertaining watch. That's all it is. 
That's it's what great. Jax likes to watch. I'm it is. It is what I like changing. to watch. I'm it's... looking for life changing. No. Ghost Whisperer. Those are, I... those are Jax's kind of shows. That's how those... I relax. Yeah. I need ghost... I need things you, that I don't. You relax to Ghost Whisperers? It was a great show. Every Julie night. used to talk shit Every about night. me, and then we'd sit there crying together watching it. Now, my last and final thing that I'm obsessed with Taylor True. Swift released Red. I'm gonna I'm gonna be controversial here. I think overall, Fearless Taylor's version was better. Okay, mm-hmm. the vault the vault songs. Mm-hmm. Red is like one of my favorite albums. But if you guys haven't, so I sent Julie and Stacy both before we started this the the music video to watch to Ronan. Listen, back when she released Red, there was this little boy that had cancer. Taylor wrote a song about him based off his mom's blogs. That foundation has raised more money for this particular type of cancer than any other foundation for children's cancer. Taylor Swift's gonna fuck around and end up on our podcast. You watch. I'm gonna. I'm gonna hit her up. I mean, listen. So, if you want to try it, you go for it. Like, everyone to be a part. So of here's that. the here's the thing about Ronan. Okay. Um, I this song I always liked it. it. She only released it at a charity event. She never released it on Red because she didn't want to give her. She didn't want any royalties to go to um, her record company at the time. So she has been donating money to this uh, children's cancer organization since in replacement of royalties. Now, all of the money from the royalties will go to Ronan's um, Cancer Foundation. And she got permission from the mom to release a song on here. Plus, she got all their home like pictures and videos to put together for the music video. Let me tell you something. And maybe it's because my little boy is the same age Ronan was when he passed. I bawled like a fucking baby when I watched this. It is the most touching, heartwarming thing ever. Also, um, can I, I know yeah. that like Julie doesn't no, like Taylor Swift. Stacy's like whatever about Taylor Swift. The whole fucking if anybody world. out there loves and listens to Taylor Swift, tag her in this because I'm about to make a TikTok. But I'm going to say tag Taylor Swift, tag that, and we're going to get Taylor Swift on here. You watch. Okay. I'm down. The, so <laughs> when she releases Taylor vault songs, status. I'm down. <laughs> when she releases vault songs, I have to remind myself that like when Fearless came out, she was 17 when she wrote them. When, when right. Red comes out, she was, or she was 21, 22 years old when she wrote right. them. So I have to like take myself back to, it's not the Taylor Swift I'm used to now. It was the Taylor Swift I knew then. And I what what I truly believe some of these vault songs she may have started but finished now. I don't know. I don't know that, but I think I so babe? Jake Gyllenha- so the all too well 10 minute version came out and um it's resonating with a lot of people and Jake Gyllenhaal is kind of pissed about it, saying pretty much she should be over it. We were together for like four months. Why is she still talking about it? Mm-hmm. Taylor Swift has come out and said, I'm not it. You, I wrote that song. That song belonged to me 10 years ago. Right. Now it belongs to all of us. And the reason it's right. resonating with so many people is because so many women have gone through that, like ghosting gaslighting, like manipulation kind of thing that it sits well with them. I'm not going to talk about Taylor it anymore. Swift is hateful though. No, she's, hateful. she's not. She's not. She holds motherfuckers no. accountable for their Julie, fucking act. Is that hateful or is that holding motherfuckers accountable? Yeah, they fucked around and found out. I mean, holding motherfuckers accountable. I would want to date somebody that wrote a song about me and held me accountable for a little fucked up ass thing I did. Well, mm-hmm. but, so don't but date Taylor Swift. All right, we're gonna get this off. <laughs> we're way, 
I could talk about Taylor Swift for hours, as we all know. So I'm going to cut it off. Oh, if you haven't God, listened yeah, to Brad Taylor Swift's version, do it. And if you only listen to one song, listen to Ronan because now the mom gets the royalties for it. So go ahead and and pump that song and up. Forever so. winter, T- forever. T- and forever winter, forever winter, forever winter. Sweet. All right, that's it for us this week, guys. Everyone's alcohol was good, as you can see. Have a great weekend. Stay out of trouble. Don't add to the population. Don't subtract from the population. Don't go to jail. If you're going to go to jail, establish dominance quickly. Watch and, Wally. Watch and call, Wally. And call Spencer Bonding. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. 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 Fierce Fan Media.